0: All right, the time has come. If you listened to the Motocross versus Supercross podcast uh, episode that I did and you disagreed with me that Supercross was better, you are in luck. Anaheim One is tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Moto Convo, the motocross and Supercross-based podcast. Just a quick shout-out to our sponsors, Tag Metals Racing, they make handlebars, chains, grips, sprockets, you name it. I will leave their link in the description so you can go check them out. Also, Duver Snow Plowing in Iowa, it's either winter or about to be winter, but Duver Snow plowing will get the snow out of your hair and we can move right back into moto season. Thank you guys for the sponsorship and thank you guys for listening. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Moto Convo, the Motocross Supercross-based podcast. I am your host, Kevin Duver. Uh, the guy that's been doing this, the single host thus far, um, but don't worry, we're gonna get around to changing that. No worries, no worries, no worries. Whew. Anaheim one is tonight, Anaheim, California, the first race in the series. Uh, it starts in, as of recording this, uh, six hours. It's about three o'clock right now, and here in the Midwest, it starts at nine p.m. I have a recording just in case I'm not home. Um, and I'm actually I'm actually working at, working on my house and I'm not um, back and able to watch it. I have a recording, but my plan is to be here live and see how it goes from there. Um, very very excited as I'm sure millions of people are. But before we get too far into Anaheim, um, which I wanted to use this episode Uh, Before I change subjects, I want to use this episode as kind of like a pre-championship episode, kind of run over everything, Um, maybe not go too in-depth about anything, or like really get into even my expectations. I want to see how tonight goes, and then we'll, uh, my plan is to do similar to the way I did the outdoors, which kind of fell off, but uh, whatever, (laughs) Um, go race by race and kind of review, go over stuff and kind of, uh, after this first race, kind of see where my expectations are As far as who I think will win a championship, I have some expectations or uh, predictions, I should say, before, but we'll get to those uh, right at the end of this episode. So let's talk about um, a new sponsor, which I'm very, very thankful for. First and foremost, if anyone supports me as a rider or sponsors Motoconvo or me as a rider, I should say, whether it's big or small, I'm eternally grateful and very, very thankful because, um, as this has always been, uh, one of my biggest dreams being motocross and one of my, of course, one of my biggest loves and one of the things I love to do most, um, any support I have for it is uh, extremely appreciated. And hopefully I can, I never say that enough to the people that do support it, but in case for some reason I never do, um, please listen to this and know that it really means the world to me. So Henson racing. Yeah. Henson racing. I'm super stoked on this one. (laughs) Henson racing Henson clutch components. They are the new sponsor of moto convo. And I would just like to thank all of them. Thank you Henson for, um, kind of seeing what I'm doing and, uh, supporting me. Like I said before, it really, really means a lot. And, um, as as it does for every sponsor, like I said, but uh, thank you to those guys. Thank you, Tag. Uh, we're definitely going to have to change the sponsor intro now uh, to add them in, but uh, like I said before, it means the world to me, no matter who you are, if you support it. Thank you very much. So, thank you, Henson, for joining the list, and uh look forward to uh, certainly working with them. Uh, they, they are the name brand in Clutch Components, so... Uh, I'm very, very excited. I have uh, some stuff already coming my way for the 450. And we are going to get uh, get some mighty fine clutch parts in that engine. So, like I said, thank you, Henson. Let's talk about Anaheim 1. I'm going to storm through some rider names real quick. This isn't everyone that qualified, but just to uh, go over some of the uh, more household names and then some others that... Um, I'm very excited to see. So, let me get this list out here for the 250s, and keep in mind that we have a East and West Coast Championship. So, um, Anaheim being on the West Coast, you will not see all of these guys uh, per se yet. So, here's the short condensed list. Not everyone, but don't worry, everyone. I did see you if you don't say if you don't hear your name. Hunter Lawrence, Jarrett. Ger- Wow, I need some water. Hunter Lawrence, Jerry Robin, Adam C. N. C. Cirullo, Lopez, McElrath, Ferrandez, Hampshire, Barton Sexton, Forkner, Craig, and Cooper, just to name a few. Also Hempin, but that will be a special shout out that I will speak of momentarily. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, we we definitely got a the more Hunter Lawrence is really coming onto the scene. I think Um, he's definitely becoming more of a household name, and I'm sure this Supercross season will only Um, reinforce that um, that idea that he is a household name and he will be certainly on the contenders list for people to watch and um, especially the riders who were racing against him to be aware of I think that he will do excellent I think he would do even better outdoors I'm really excited for outdoors but I think indoors he will do fantastic I'm really excited to see what he does Jerry Robin I'm very I'm a big fan of seems like a super cool guy the little I've been around him I, I've got some shots of him at Oak Ridge the uh, ever open and uh, I'm also excited to see how he does I saw that he qualified for Anaheim and uh, you know he's got a ride and everything so it's awesome to see and I will certainly be keeping track of him and then obviously uh, more of the household names should I say um, more of the guys that you hear the names of more often. <clears throat> Forkner, Sexton, Martin, Ferrandis, McElrath, CNC Rillos. I almost said Savachi. We'll get to that, Kevin. We'll get to that. So, I'm not going to go too far into my predictions or expectations, but um, that's many of the 250 riders. Um, the special shout out, like I want to mention, Josiah Hempen. Um, he's from Argyle, Iowa. He's actually. Uh, very, very close to where to my hometown now, and uh, I don't know him personally, but I know um, kind of through the grapevine who uh, he is in a way. Uh, like I said, I don't know him personally, but I'm very, very excited, especially being next to my hometown, not my hometown, next to where I'm at now, which is, I guess, technically my hometown because my home is here. But uh, I hope he does excellent. Um, I've seen him racing before. And I've kept up with him like through the outdoors and stuff like that. But uh, I'm really excited and I'm really rooting for him. I hope he does well. And uh, we will see, right? Just like every one of these guys. Motocross is a crazy, crazy sport. And a lot can change very quickly. So we will see. 450s. Let's discuss 450s. Okay, here's a long list of names that... Like I said, I didn't get everyone. But... There is definitely a lot of big hitters in the 450 class. So, let's start with the new guys, and then we'll work our way down in no order whatsoever. AP7. So, man, we're going to have to go over that. Aaron Plessinger, Joey Rocks Roxen, Muskan, Tomac, Anderson, Webb, Reed, Barsha, Wilson, Seeley, Brayton, Baggett, Stewart, Malcolm Stewart, Mookie, 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 Mookie. I saw a Trans World post where they said Mookie, I think, something like that. That must be his nickname, I don't know of. So. Um You will see all these guys. Because <laughs> the 250s run east west and the 450s run year round. So or every round I should say, not year round, because this isn't a year round series. But um obviously Tomac is especially coming off the motocross championship, Tomac is the guy that everyone expects to uh, be. I mean, many, many, many people expect him to be the head guy going into Supercross and coming out of Supercross. I think he's the maybe most obvious choice just because when you have uh, someone who's consistently running first and even last year, last Supercross season, even though Anderson did... uh, I mean, amazing, and he is the defending champ this year. Um, I think m- most people, unfortunately, uh, fortunately also, but I think most people expect Tomac to come away with the winner, to, to be the win. To, wow. What what am I saying? <laughs> to be the winner and to win Anaheim, but to win the championship overall. I'm pulling for Roxon. Uh, Maybe not my expectation. I want to get through this first week and kind of see how everyone's doing, how everyone's ranked, and then uh, we'll review Anaheim 1, but we'll also uh, kind of go over my expectations and predictions for both 250s and four fifty championship, but um, I'm really pumped for Roxon. I'm a huge Ken Roxon fan, but um, I think this list is dense. This list is super dense, so I think there's a lot. Of people that could certainly upset that Tomac idea of a champion or, um, you know, a Roxin, a Moosekin, a Savachi, a Web, Barsha. I mean, it, it, like I said, this field is dense. So AP seven, let's talk about seven real quick because I, hmm, I'm not as nostalgic about seven as I thought I would be, um, Partially because, like you listen, if you listen to my favorite writer, that long episode, I'm a little, I'm probably unjustifiably bitter towards James Stewart for just kind of dropping off the map. So it's not like a real nostalgic thing for him to take seven, but um, I don't, I don't carry a lot of weight typically. Numbers, the only number that really carried a lot of weight for me was kind of two fifty nine and four, the number four. Um, just because, uh, those are legends in my mind, obviously being Ricky Carmichael number four and James Stewart back when he rode two fifty nine. but either way, um, I've seen people run those numbers and that's cool too. Black Baggett ran number four, obviously. And obviously RV ran two, McGrath ran two, another, yeah, two would definitely be another nostalgic number, but, um, let's talk about Savachi because I think Savachi did excellent, at Las Vegas the Monster Energy Cup and I really think that Savachi, like I said for uh, the review of uh, Mech I think that Savacci really has a chance to do very good on the 450 I think he molds very good with the 450 I'm not sure why but I just I I get the feeling that he's that type of guy that would um, ride a 450 even better than he rode the 250 and he rode the 250 very well so I'm very excited to watch Stavocci, then obviously all the other guys. Anderson, I think Anderson honestly could win, be a back-to-back champion. I really think Anderson could. Um, I saw a post on social media on Instagram that everyone seemed to kind of be sleeping on him. <clears throat> Excuse me, that he's kind of an underdog. I think I can understand why that is because... um I mean, the big, big names um, that I read of most often are Tomac, Muskin and Roxon. For that reason, I understand why he's saying that, but I definitely do not think he's an underdog as far as um, what we can expect to see of him racing. I think Anderson definitely has the potential to be a back-to-back champion, I really look forward to the 450 class uh, being the premier class, of course, but I think that... He will definitely um, be up there running with them. So, obviously, good luck to all those guys. I'm just briefly gonna touch on the track real quick. Now, I'm a huge. <sighs> let me let me start somewhere else first. I'm not historically a huge Anaheim fan. I'm like obviously it's it's a very hype race, but uh, track wise, I'm a bigger fan of kind of the Midwest tracks, um, and some of the East East coast tracks more ironically. Um, but at the same time, there's some, um, there's no track I don't like. And if we do have a track that I don't like, I'm sure I'll discuss it in one of these episodes as we review races, but, um, Anaheim, the track I saw on, uh, I was watching yesterday press day. It looked like, um, a pretty decent track, which kind of leads me to this point of, I've never been, how the tracks have changed over the years. So think back to 14 years ago. Oh my God, wow. <laughs> That's like a decade and a half almost. So 2005, I was watching an old race back when they were two strokes. Uh, Carmichael Reed and Stewart, those top three. And just how the tracks were different and how they've changed and how the layouts have changed. And I've the layouts have never seemed so I've never seen such a stark contrast as I did, um, as I feel at least, watching Anaheim Press Day in practice. Um, I think it's not that it's bad. Um, there are things I like about those tracks then, and there's things I like about the tracks now. One thing I did see about the Anaheim 1 track that I really thought was cool was the little double-double kicker. Uh, they're like. Double kickers, one after the other. Um, I thought that will, that would will be kind of a cool, like little space section. Like, it creates kind of some air in the track just because you have very dense rhythm sections. Um, in Supercross, and then you have whoops and you have plenty of turns because you know you're racing to one side of the stadium, stazio- stadium, racing to one side of the stadium and racing back. But I think it will be um, definitely fun to watch i think the double double section is really cool um i'm a huge fan of super long whoop sections just because i like the whoops but um it didn't look like it had a crazy whoop section it didn't look super long but either way the track looked cool and i think that um there's definitely a lot of good racing that is to be had and i think as a fan and as a viewer there's definitely some uh good racing uh, to watch so um I guess I'll kind of t- touch on expectations, like I said right here at the end. Um, I had typed up in my notes here that Tomac would win tonight, but after discussing Anderson and thinking about what I've seen from Anderson, I'm, I'm, at, a, I'm at a very... I'm like at a th- three-way crossroads or fork in the road. So... Initially, I thought Tomac was going to win just because um, it's Tomac. But then, now that I've discussed Anderson, I really thought about it. I think Anderson could win, but Roxen is my favorite rider right now, so um, I'm kind of thinking that Roxon will win. I think, okay, this is what I'll say. I think I want Roxon to win the most. Um. Otherwise, I think it'll be Tomac or Anderson that will win. Um, I think... I really expect Anderson to come back out swinging. Um, It's a long, it's a super long series and you can't win it the first race, but you can certainly lose it. Um, But I think that he certainly has a high potential of coming out as the victor for tonight. Um, Like I said, uh, we will go over the, who I have for title expectations or title predictions after this race tonight. Um, So I should look good in Vegas like I mentioned, Anderson, is the defending champ. Um, I had the note on here, a Baker quote, which was an Alden Baker quote, but I forgot what it was. I should have typed it out. I took these notes down last night as I was watching some press stuff, and I definitely should have wrote that down so I could remember it. But uh, that should, oh, man, here comes a sneeze. That should wrap up. This Anaheim 1 pre-race episode, I probably won't run a pre-race episode for every week. Uh, We'll just do post-race episodes, but uh, being that this is the beginning of the season, um, of course we had to do a build-up episode, a build-up episode. Um, So, good luck to everyone out there. Like I said, my favorite pick going into the race is Roxanne. Um, As far as 450s, uh, 250s, I'm kind of leaning Lawrence. Um, Lawrence seems like a high possibility for champion in my um, mind right now but of course obviously Robin, Hempen um, then all the other guys that I like (laughs) Um, we will just kind of have to see so that is that'll do it so uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Moto Convo and uh, thank you like I said to Henson Racing for supporting and uh, adding to the support list it means the world to me that you guys listen, watch, and do everything that you do support-wise. Like I said and many, many times before, check out the Moto Convo YouTube page. Um, I have some stuff coming up for that. Um, it almost seems like a little break or vacation that I took just because um, buying a house, moving, starting a new job, having a baby, all the stuff I've discussed before. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Supercross gets season gets back under the way, and uh, summer's coming here in Iowa. Summer is on its way. It was 4:30, and the sun had not uh, gone down I was on my drive home from work the other night. So I know that summer's on the way. I just gotta hang on, just gotta hold on. <sighs> Deep breath, keep my sanity. All right, guys, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you this coming week. Bye.